This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. You're listening to Fight Disciples, and this is the big interview. A uh, bit of a special this week. Cage Warriors 107 returns to Liverpool on September the 28th with a 17 fight card, absolutely packed to the rafters. Loads of interest on there, loads of local interest, northwest interest. There's a six fight AMI prelims, then the pro prelims. And then a five-fight main card, which is absolutely mouthwatering. If you're an MMA fan in and around the northwest of England on September the 28th, there really is only one place to be. Um, Tim Barnett's on there against Desme, Donovan Desme, Adam Proctor, uh, Ollie Santahini, Tom Aspinall, the big cowboy heavyweights on the bill as well, uh, along with Pietro Menger against Luke Shanks. Loads of interest, loads of names there that are familiar to MMA fans, but let's be honest. I was asked by Cage Warriors to preview this card nice and early, get those ticket sales going. And when I looked down the card, there was only one fight I wanted. There was only two lads I wanted in the studio. They're going head to head, two lightweights. It's got a, it's got everything that we love in the Northwest. It's a battle of the M62. It's Manchester versus Liverpool. It's two superpower gyms of UK MMA, SBG versus Next Gen. Delighted to say Martin Stapleton and Adam Ventry join me in the studio today. Welcome, boys. Thank Both you. looking well, yeah. lovely beards, nice and trim, sparkly eyes. <laughs> Both fasting this morning, that surprised me. I asked you what you'd had for your breakfast. Both fasting already. Stapes, I kind of get it with you. Me and you are kind of similar age. I understand yeah. where you're coming from. You know, a second on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. All <laughs> like That's you, the but... truth. As well. I wear my food, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I wear my food. If I eat big, I'm 89 kilos, 88 kilos, like that. So, yeah. So we're a few weeks out from the fight now. Are yeah. you already... You know, full on diet mode, or do you not do, do you not diet? Is it just a yeah, lifestyle? A bit late. Now? No, if I wasn't, you know, it's five <laughs> weeks time. Man. It's still five weeks though. Yeah, nah, nah. I mean, nah. I, I'm like I say, I, I, mean, I wear what I eat. So uh, if I eat big, I get big. If I eat little, I get little. But yeah, I've been on diet mode since the day this fight got offered to me. Yeah, yeah, man. Let's talk about the fight being offered then, because last time I seen you, Adam was before you fight with Tim Barnett. Yep. You both came in studio. It was a bit of a battle in Liverpool. Loads of local rivalry involved and everything else. And you said then the fight was offered to me. I was never going to turn it down. How did this fight come about? Is this another Ian Dean, you know, yeah, pull the fans in? Or did one of you guys ask for it? Or? No, it's the same. I think it's another Ian Dean fight. I got offered it. I was looking for another fight and I didn't even know nothing about it for like two weeks. And then Paul was like, oh yeah, they've offered you a fight. I was like, ooh. And he was like, Martin Stapleton. I was like, all right then, okay. There you go. I'll take that then. Then we just waited for his side, and that was it, really. No one asked for it, I don't think. I didn't ask for it. I just accept. I accept any fight that they give me anyway. Yeah. So I'm not really bothered. But the, the way it was Martin Stapleton, legends of the game, any so absolutely, I, I need to fight him. And, and I don't say down fight. I take risky fights all the time. Of course, and I get that. People will still say you, you're going to do your best work at 145. Now you took the fight with Tim Barnett at 160 catch weight. Yeah. This fight's that back down at 155. Is it a case of seeing how you go against tapes before going back down to 145? Are you gradually moving back to 145 eventually? Um, I could probably, yeah. I'm probably going to go back to 145 after this. Um, Tim was a bit too big. He was a bit he was a bit too big. Like, I didn't think he was that big until I got into actually a fight, and I was like, oh, yeah, you're big, you are, yeah. But, but Tim was more height-wise than anything. It was hard, but Martin's fourth of 145 before. Nah, I never actually fucking made it. Can you make it? Told me not to swear. I swear the first sentence comes out of my mouth. But I didn't want to try. I take one forty-five before. Um, I've actually fought at one thirty-five. Yeah. 
early, earlier on in the career. Um, but 145 is probably my division. 155, I'd probably do all right at it. So was there not a temptation for you to go back to Ian Dean? I know you just said then you don't turn down fights, and that's, you know, that's great, but to say... Listen, I want to go to 145. Can't you get me a 145 at No, because after time I got up to very heavy weight. I'm saying as you I'd eat loads of food and put the weight on very quickly. Right. It might, that might be from years of going to 135, 145, and 155 and just body thinking, oh, I've got to keep hold of this weight now. So it takes me a lot longer now to, yeah. to get weight off. I'm not, I'm still 20, I'm 25, so I'm getting Almost older. Almost a dinosaur. Yeah. Almost a dinosaur. Not, next, not, not as much as him <laughs> next to me. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a velociraptor, man. <laughs> No over here. Great to see you back at Cage Warriors. Yeah. Of course, you know it's been twelve months since you last fought at Cage Warriors. As as Adam pointed out earlier, a vet of the game, done it all. Tough, you know the UFC thing. Not done it all. Yeah, I've still got to win the Cage Warriors belt. Well, the, I was just going to come on to that. Obviously, mm. former Bama champion. Some, what is it about you and former Bama champions as well? Is there something? Champions as well. Is, is there Tim something was a lightweight champion. You're the light. Was a light champion. Tim was. Yeah, Tim was a, in Bama as well. Yeah. Key, didn't he? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's so, two former world champions. Absolutely. What what is it with you? And Dean Freeman, who was a cage wise world champion. So just just like a weird thing that you've got about I've got to fight world champions. Just fight the best, don't I? Really. But, well, listen, <laughs> and that's gallant and, and and all good for you. But of course, once again, you're going to head into a fight with a guy who's got more experience, who's yeah, got I'm natural un- size advantages. I'm the underdog, over I'm the underdog again. Favorite. I'm the underdog again. But it doesn't really matter. Um, it's the most motivated I've ever been for a fight. I think it's because. It's him. Yeah. So I remember saying to a story that I was in the Olympia watching him f- <coughs> fight star tournament mm-hmm. when you won it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was an amateur on the card. And I remember thinking, looking back on, <laughs> I watched him as an amateur fight win a fight stars tournament and now I'm fighting him. Well, So it's, it should be a fun thing to do. Will you flip it round then, Stapes, when you got the phone call from me and Dean or whoever it was from Cage Warriors and they said, listen, Adam Venti, let's make it happen. Were you surprised, shocked? Were you, you know? No, I mean... Ian just sent me a message. It just said, um, potentially, would you be keen to fight Adam Ventry on 28th September? Blah, blah, blah. He even said, I've not spoke to his side yet, but would you be potentially be up for it? I just said, yeah, sweet, let's do it. Because, like you said, I'd not fought for a while. I, I was back in fight shape, um, and I was back ready to, to start a proper fight camp. And uh, that date worked perfect. I think it was like 13 weeks out or something, so it worked, it worked perfectly for me. And, yeah, good to go. In terms of experience, in terms of what Adam brings to the table, hmm. and you look down your CV, mm-hmm. you know you wouldn't. It's, on paper, it's not the toughest fight of your career, if you like. Mm. I know every fight, the next fight's always the toughest. Nah, yeah. So you know what I'm trying to get to is, where's the big rewards for you in this fight? Uh, see, I'm not viewing the MMA game like that no more. Uh, I'm not looking at it like. Um, what do I get out of this fight? And what's I'm just looking at this fight, this competition. I just want to compete in this. I'm not even looking at it as a fight no more. I'm just looking at it as competition, my skills versus his skills. I'm not looking at the paperwork, the, the, the sevens and fives on fucking records and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He's got a very tricky skill set. You know, I'm not going to sit here and uh, you know try and blag my way through and go, oh, this is an easy fight, a blowout. It's not at all. He's dangerous. He'll he'll finish people if he gets over, if he gets over of a leg or a neck or whatever, he can finish you. I'm very aware of that. Um, so the whole thing for me is just the competition, putting my skills versus this guy's skills, seeing who comes out on top. I mean, the experience for me is a factor because, look, you've seen me fight 30 times. You've never seen me get tied in a fight. Never get seen me get tied in. I've never got rocked in a fight. Mm-hmm. I've never been chinned, TKO, okay. That's in the bag. I know that ain't going to happen. 
but that doesn't mean I can't lose this fight. So that's that's what's in it for me. This it's a competition. Yeah, and my skills versus his skills. It, it seems like your approach to MMA, your mentality has changed fundamentally in terms of you're not putting pressure on yourself to mm. I've got to get back to there. I've got to do this. Yeah, I've got yeah, to yeah. do that. You know, I've got to. I didn't do myself justice at that stage of my career. I need to avenge that. It seems like you're in a yeah. pretty happy place to be honest. Well, this is it. Look. I, Adam used the word legend in the game before. I, I, don't, I don't see myself as any sort of legend in the game. But what I what I will say is I'm happy with what I've achieved in the game, and I'm, I'm happy with everything I've achieved to this point. Whatever happens beyond this point, it happens. It's life anyway. I'm just enjoying competing again. I'm just enjoying the competition. And 12 months out, you, you get a lot of time to sit back and have a think about why you're competing. What do you want? You know, is it to get another? one on your record or is it is it to look good in front of the fans again or are you chasing that moment of having your hand raised in front, you know on TV and maybe in the past some some of it I was chasing some of that yeah. but now that's not the game anymore now it's yeah, like you, you'd see my social media I'm hardly putting anything on there anymore you know um, just training I'm, I'm, yeah I'm just training I'm just enjoying training and I'm just going to go out and enjoy this competition that's it that's all I'm here for you know do, yeah. do you feel like you're at the back end of your career now so you want to try and kind of enjoy these moments as much as possible that's, because that's they're undeniable, not going to go on forever yeah, yeah. exactly and that's that's the point isn't it I mean that is undeniable I am near the end of my career you know I'm not at the end of my career but I'm near the end of my career and it isn't going to go on forever and over the last 12 months I've had a bit of time to reflect on that and think about you know how do I want my career to finish How do and, it, and with that ain't about wins or losses neither it's about performances you know what sort of performances do I want to put on before the end of my career what sort of challenges do I want to face before the end of my career why do I want to keep fighting um, yeah so it's undeniable that I'm near the end of my career you know I absolutely and, and, I, and I want to be as well I don't want to do this for another 10 years you know it's an hard game I've been doing it for about 13 years as a pro already uh, yeah does that answer your question absolutely yeah. and is that reason why when this fight was offered because as I say you know like it or not, you've got the battle of the M62. You've got the Liverpool Manchester rivalry. Straight away, mm. fans are going to jump on that because mm. they love anything, any kind of narrative. That, that all adds to it. But is that fact, part of the reason no. why you took the fight? Because you know it's going to be a big occasion. The fans will be up for it. The crowd will be. Yeah, up for it, yeah, you know? yeah. They will be. And I'm, for the fans from the outside looking in, that's going to be amazing. For me, from the inside looking out, it don't make a slight bit of difference. It's my skills and his skills in a lock cage. Do you know what I mean? It could be the Route 66 or M62. I don't. I don't care. That that's what it is. It's my skills versus his skills, and we're locked in a cage. That's it. Yeah, yeah. In terms of your own skill set, Adam. Yep. What makes this a great fight? When it was offered to you, why did you think, hell yeah, I'm going to fight? I want to. I want to fight Martin Stapleton. We both don't back down. I don't back down. He doesn't back down. He's going to go forward. I'm going to go forward. And we're going to. We're not going to just be one of them where we just dance around each other, trying to jab each other's heads off. That's we're going to go. We're going to go at each other. That's what we're going to do. Now you said something similar before the Tim Barnett fight. And I went after Tim. And and you did go after Tim, but the physicality was there and the gas tank wasn't there. Yeah, because really I didn't prepare well for Tim. I didn't. I was doing the stupid shit. I was, I was going, doing all stuff outside, fighting that I should have done. Ego gone the way. I thought I could beat the world. But now Tim's, Tim's knee made me figure out that I couldn't beat the world. Yeah. So... I changed everything for it now. He's made me change everything. All training, different training stuff, everything, everything's changed now. So, like, now, I mean, I could make weight this week. Like, I could make weight this week now. Like, last time, I probably couldn't have. Yeah. Because I was just doing stupid stuff all the time. But we all make mistakes. And what, what's, the motive, what's the main motivator there? Is it the fact that 
you lost against him on home soil, a big derby fight. Is there, the, is there still embarrassment in there? My, no, in my or is eyes. Is it motivation? In my because eyes, that, this guy's live. Absolutely, yeah. He's a bigger name. If I beat him, that gets me somewhere else. Oh, yeah, I completely he's a, he's agree. He's a bigger name than Tim. Yeah. But Tim's bigger now because he's 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 uh, been fighting more. And well, the, the win for Tim Barnett over you put behind the terrible 2018 yeah, for him. He's, he's had two big he's, wins this he's year. Fought, now. He fought Sean Carter and he fought Desme. Yeah. So he could be, he beats Desme. He's on a world title shot again. But the motivation is him because he's Martin Stapleton. Yeah. He's the ultimate fighter, Bellator, Bama world champion. I beat him. That puts my name out there now. Well, it'll be the biggest scalp on your record. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is the biggest fight that probably I've ever had. Yeah. No. And I fought a lot of good guys, but because he because of his name and who he is, it's the biggest fight that I've got. Following the loss to Tim, did you sit down with Paul Rimmer? Was there a few home truths spoken? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We had to. We had to. We had to figure out what went wrong. Do you know what I mean? I was in no shape to fight Tim. I was in no shape to fight Martin Fowler. I was I was fat, overweight, just getting coasting through. Not changed anything. And for, for now, for this, I've changed. Everything's been changed. So I'm not overweight anymore. I say, yeah. Listen, you're only 25. You're, yeah. you're a pup in this game. You've got so much more, so many more years potentially to do it. But it's nice that you've realised now that you can't cheat it. And I, I had them two years off. I think them two years off messed me up a little bit. Yeah, I put a lot of weight on and didn't train really for most of the two years. And it's now I'm doing it properly again and I, was, I had a little figure out the other day that I kind of wasted a couple of years and that's, that's the worst in someone's head when you, when you think oh, I've wasted a couple of years yeah mm. for how good I'm looking at the minute yeah so but, but now, now time everything's to change well you see this opportunity this fight against Apes as being you know as yeah. you say put you not only put you back on track but it probably puts you further forward than you've ever been so before it will do yeah it'll put me it'll, it could be put me in a title shot after one more fight Beat him and then again another fight and then get a title shot. Yeah. Martin, you mentioned there about your motivation is competition to to, to test yourself, to uh-huh. you know, to enjoy this, you know, the, the last, this last big push at the end of your career. Uh-huh. Is it been have you had a conver- similar conversation with your family, with your with you know, because I know yeah, you've got yeah, kids yeah, and everything yeah. else. There must yeah. have been a point where they've gone, Martin, come on, you you're doing great coaching now, you've got business no. You know, you've got a restaurant business. You've got all these other things going what do you know on. About that? You've been doing your own. Uh, doing a little bit of homework, <laughs> uh, but the, you know, you got a restaurant business. You're coaching. You know, you. There's so much more for you to. It must be tough for your family because at the end of the day, you're getting locked into a cage to fist fight another man. Yeah, so. but they, they must know the desire must still burn inside you. Then it's not just that, man. I spent half my life in fucking war zones, man. Iraq, Afghanistan, and stuff. My wife's just happy that I'm at home. Yeah, and alive. You know what I mean? Uh, this is. No one near, com- you know, compared to that. It's, it's not even on the same scale. Uh, but but your question about have you had them conversations? Yeah, I've had them conversations with my with my wife and with my coaches, my Inman and stuff. Um, and like I said earlier, it's about looking deep into it, why you want to compete. Uh, Adam just went on about that he's made some mistakes in the past. And the thing is, and even before the fight, I'll even say this to you now, is that. I made them similar mistakes, but I made them over and over, and then I got over them. I thought I was past them, and then I made them again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So hopefully you won't do that no. in your career. You know? <laughs> hopefully you listen to a dinosaur. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So and and you know that that's where I'm at. Is uh, that's one of my like I said, my motivations for being here and for doing this again is because I, I'm not. It's not about the wins and the losses or nothing like that. It's about the preparation and what you've put into it. And, 
I don't feel like in my last couple of fights I prefer prepared the way I should have. I always train hard. Don't yeah. get me wrong. You know, I'm always training hard. Even if I'm not fighting, I'm always training hard. That that that's why you'll never see me get tired in a fight. That's never going to happen. But it's the things you do outside of the gym, outside of training. Whether you whether you're letting it all absorb into you know whether you're letting your training fully absorb into you or you, you finish training and you clock off and you go and do something else and your mind's elsewhere and, I, and I've been guilty of that in the past you know um, so that was like kind of one of the things we've spoke about you know with my family and with my coaches about just letting it absorb more but letting letting this be the only thing I'm doing yeah. you know it's taking a step back from everything else um, and that's what I've done you know and that, that's, that's totally and utterly what I've done you touched on it then, the uh, the Royal Marines. 12 years you were in the Royal Marines. Yeah. Do you miss that life? Do you miss it? Did you love it? I loved every minute of it, yeah. Uh, when you asked me, I miss the life. Uh, I miss parts of the life. I don't miss the, the 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, being away from your kids and then 10-hour drive home on a Friday, get home for midnight and then drive back on a Sunday. I don't miss that bit. Uh, I miss being away on operations, you know, with the lads and stuff. And uh, you, you never feel as alive as you do when you're like a whisper away from death, you know what I mean? Absolutely. When you're on operations where your life's, you know, when there's bullets whizzing past you every two minutes, that's when you're most alive. So th those things, I think any anyone who's been in a combat situation will, will tell you they'll miss that forever. You know, it's something you, you like look back on and think, fuck, I wish I could do that again. But when you was there, you're like, oh, I wish I weren't here now. <laughs> you know what I mean? The um, getting locked into a into a cage to fist fight another man now is that the closest thing you can get to to combat you know Tim Kennedy often refers to the fact that you know he uh, he never felt as close he never got anywhere near the adrenaline buzz mm. on co in the cage that he got on combat but yeah, it was the closest thing outside in civilian life he yeah, could it's going to be the closest thing I, I, I'd have thought you know um, it's not the same because you, you know you know you're pretty much not going to die and there's, there's a referee in there who's going to look after you on the other fighter and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's probably as close as you can get legally, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's a similar kind of feeling, yeah. but not quite the same. Yeah. Do you still maintain a relationship with, with the forces? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, when you've been in situations like I've been with, with you know, with your mates and stuff, that that's a bond for life it's like fighters will tell you you know if you if like me, if me and Adam are going to go and do potentially three five minute rounds and beat the crap out of each other yeah and, and there'll probably be a bond after that because every of my opponents that I ever see you've got a little connection with you know when you've spent time in a cage with them trying to destroy each other whoever, whoever wins you still have that kind of connection with them and uh, with lads in the military like you've just alluded to it's a similar thing but magnified by a million so yeah yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always speaking to the lads I was in the Marines with and we're very close I get a lot of support from them there's about there's about 50 of them coming to the fight Brilliant. and I'm going to get this on, re on record while I can yeah because they bought tickets online and Cage Warriors never gave me an online promo code, so I want some dough for them tickets. <laughs> the lads want beer money. Come yeah. on, get the lads some beer money. Probably was mine instead. Well, there you go. <laughs> the, Adam mentioned earlier you've, you've had this, you know, almost legendary career. It seems like your career, you can kind of break it down into about four different chapters. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. Staple 1, Staple 2, Staple yeah, 3. Yeah, you know. yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> And very much that first part was tough, tough nine, USA versus uh, UK. Yeah. Probably one of the 
you know, aside from maybe Bisping winning the, winning the, winning his season at Tough or winning the belt, I would say that that season that you were part of was one of the biggest moments in the history of UK MMA because it was the first time the UK for real took on the USA and beat them at their own game. Obviously, yeah. two guys, Ross Pearson and James Wilkes, emerging with tough titles and all that. Looking back on that now, that experience, like, do you regret it or you, are you start kind of? Can you be proud to be a part I of it? I don't regret any experience I've got in my life, anything, because it's it's all part of who makes you what you are now, isn't it? and it's all lessons to be learned. Uh, there's a lot of lessons though, that, you know, that I took from that. I mean, I, I was still full time in the Marines back then. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I was I was training maybe twice a week or something. Do you know what I mean? And I went over there and I'm thinking talking to all the guys and they're like yeah I train twice a day here there and everyone I'm thinking oh, yeah, I'm lucky if I train <laughs> twice a week man. yeah just but, couldn't uh, stay from the rack or whatever yeah yeah you know but um, yeah, do you know what it was a, it was an amazing experience um, I'm, I'm very glad I did it it didn't go the way I wanted it to uh, and ma- mainly I think that's due to me, uh, a lack of experience it wasn't due to a lack of skills it was due to a lack of experience and a lack of uh, knowing how to apply them skills Um but it was a fantastic experience, and again, I met some good friends on that as well. Yeah, yeah. You then obviously had a had a Bellator experience that didn't mm. go your way either. Where where was your mind at during during that stage of your career? What as in just when you had those couple of fights at Bellator, yeah. it didn't really seem to take off for you, and it was quite surprised on the outside because mm. it felt like you were really going to do something over mm. the Bellator. It felt like a good fit at the time. Yeah, but you know, were you? Were you not training? Were you not committed? Were you not? No, I mean, I, I was training. I mean, I was training at Cowbon at the time over here in Liverpool. Um, it, amazing gym, Colin Evan, amazing coach. There was a great team there. Um, f- for me, it was um, more my lack of experience. Uh, or, and again, this is what I was saying a minute ago to Adam. Yeah, is I thought I'd got over that lack of experience, and I won a lot of fights, and I won the tournament. Um, was called Fight Stars Cage Contender, yeah. and, and then you let the hype set in a little bit. Do you know what I mean? And even though I'm training properly and I'm training hard and this, that, and the other, I'm, I'm dismissing my opponents. Like, what's he got? He can't do nothing to me. You know what? Young fighters game alpha male mentality. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Which is probably not what was required at that point in my career. You know, of course. looking at these guys going, ah, oh, he can't beat me. He can't do this. He can't do that. And I went out and lost the first fight, and I was. But like back then again, I wasn't as experienced in life as I am now. I took it really personally. Do you know what I mean? I took it. Felt I'd let everybody down, let the world down. Um, and then I just went straight to Bellator and said, "Give me another fight straight away. I'll fight in the next few weeks." And they went, "Do you want to fight in four weeks?" I was like, "Yeah, nice one." So I few, flew home, kind of didn't really get recovered from the fight. Flew straight back there and then fought again against uh, Derek Campos. Um, and it, that that fight wasn't a great performance by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, he he didn't do anything really. He just tried to pin me down and hold me down. And he was a decent wrestler, and he was about thirty five pound heavier than me, and that was it. Yeah. Um, what I should have done is stuck to, took stock of the situation and reevaluated my goals and my, and my preparation, like I have done a few times since. Uh, I think you've always seen the best come out of me after. Uh, like a, a bad performance or a or, or a bad stint, you know. I had the bad stint in the Ultimate Fighter, come back and went on an unbeaten streak and won that the Cage Contenders tournament. I went to Bellator, things didn't go well for me. I came back and went undefeated on Bama, won the world title over there. 
gone through a little bit of a up and down patch the last few fights and like I said now you'll see the best come out of me again yeah excited for it can't wait for the fight um, it's been some journey that he's been on you know he's been there wore the t-shirt probably bored of hearing about it now yeah. <laughs> going on for the last 20 minutes <laughs> but yeah. you know that, that's why you can sit here Adam and kind of go wow yeah. imagine getting that scalp imagine having that on my record do you know what I mean because that's basically what fight sports is that's what the motivation is it's 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 his name on the record right now like I've, I've fought a lot of good people a lot of big names in, in UK MMA never got there never never got the right win but now I think it's different yeah. I think once they were caught him at the right time so it's, he's still a big name. Oh yeah, you know well, I mean? listen, still... listen to Martin talk about his experience on Tough and Bellator yeah. and you know all these premier organisations, all these fights abroad. This must be stuff that even when, even you, you say you've been motivated in the gym, but when you look in the mirror, you must think I'm going to get there. That's my goal. One day I want to win the cage warriors belt. Maybe then one day I'll go to the UFC. Maybe you've still got ten years of your life to kind of fight in life to kind of plan towards. Yeah. Um, you are right, right there, but I, 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 I don't, at the minute I'm not thinking about nothing else. It's just one fight. It's just this fight. That's it. I've got nothing. I've got nothing else in my head after this fight. Yeah, you know what I mean. It could be a just him at the minute. Yeah, that's all it is. Because with Tim, it was like, yeah, I beat Tim, get the world title, go there. I was thinking about other fights. This one, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not overlooking them. Yeah, I was like, I, I thought I overlooked Tim because I thought, oh, Tim's on a loss. So I've had three wins and ego, really. Alpha male mentality, thinking he can't beat me, he can't do this. Yeah, and in the end he did. And then, and but now I'm not going to do that no more. In my head, in my head, Martin's like that could be the last fight. Do you know what I mean? It's the last one because I've got nothing. I'm not thinking of nothing else after it. Just about him. Yeah. For me, that is a reality. Do you know what I mean? For me, that is a reality. This could be the last fight. I'm, I'm not planning on it being, but it could be. And, yeah. and like you said, that that's that's a good way to approach it. And that is how I'm approaching it. I'm planning enough people ask me like what are you doing after the fight going for a party and blah 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 I'm doing nothing after the fight man I've just got a fight that's it yeah. there is no plan after the fight absolutely there's no Sunday of course there's two other elements involved here and that's two massive gyms that you represent obviously Next Gen SBG you know stellar history from both clubs there will be will you feel extra pressure Adam the, the fact that you're representing next gen against SBG because there's no I've I've, I've, I've never fought I've, no, I've never fought anyone from SBG in Manchester like they've never actually ever accepted it man's the first, the first one who else have you called out from SBG oh, in Manchester <laughs> Jordan, then, Jordan accepted yeah and then didn't accept again I got injured and then we had meant to fight yeah but fought. if you accepted you just said no one's ever accepted Jordan no one I've not meant never fought alright so Jordan old rivalry but Martin's first one to step up properly, but we'll make this fight. Yeah. I'm not really asked about rivalries anymore. I'm not bothered. I've done many of them. I've had many of them. I'm not, just not bothered anymore. Just yeah. want to fight now. It's the same story as what I said before. All them rivalries are fantastic. And from the outside looking in, it looks great. But once you're in there, none of that makes a difference. You know, it's you and him and your skills versus his skills. And that's it. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Every time I fight, I represent my gym respectfully. You know, you never hear me coming on talking crap about people or nothing like that anything I say I mean so if people want to talk sh shit to me mm -hmm. I'll turn up at your front door do you know what I mean if, if you're gonna I, I don't talk crap or none of that yeah everything's real to me you know I respect my I, I represent my gym respectfully every time I fight and I represent them you know with fire in my belly every time I fight once you're in the the rivalry for, from gyms towns 
all that, it doesn't make a difference. All that makes a difference is you and him in the, in the cage, that's it. Yeah, and how you've prepared for that mm. fight. I noticed on your social media, though, Matt, you've been over SBG Island. Was there, yeah, it looked yeah, like there yeah. was some kind of reunion yeah, uh, or a conference yeah. or something, was it? Or? No, no, no. John's opened a new gym over there. He's op- they, they've, they've changed location. Um, it's just so the monster gym the or whatever. Monster, yeah, yeah, I've heard about quick, this. Quick plug there, Cam. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, it's <sighs> unreal. Yeah, great facility. So we went over for the uh, opening weekend. I think I'm going to go back even next week or the week after for sparring as well. Okay. So yeah. you're going to put some of your camp over there or are you just going to go over for a few days? Or Yeah, I'll, I'll more than likely, because it's only like five weeks out now, I'll more than likely go over for a, a couple of days and... Uh, hopefully get some decent spars in. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Who's around over there at SBG? Who's over there now? Who's saying at the moment? I think they've got like 65 on the pro team, something like that. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. No wonder they've opened the monster gym. Yeah, it's, it's pretty uh, pretty crazy. It's probably, it's got to be one of the best places to train in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. I'll have to ask you because he was on the photo. Was Connor training? There was Connor there. I'd seen on the photo Connor was there, but was he actually or, doing uh, training? No, no, I don't think he was training. No. Wasn't training. He, no, no. he weren't on any of the sessions I was on anyway. No. no, I think he was on the photo. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he came for the for, for like the grand opening and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't think he was training. No. no, obviously yourself, next gen, probably enjoying a real uh, Indian time at the moment in terms of fights coming up. I know Molly went back into camp today. Uh, yes, Chris Fishgold's back. She- is yeah, he in camp, back. Chris Fishgold? Or? Oh, he's, on, he's on Polares on Saturday. Oh, he's, that's right, he's fighting Polares. Yeah. Paddy's obviously fighting in Polares this yeah. weekend as well. So, you know. But they're both still getting ready for fights. Like, they both got. I, think, I don't think they're matched. I don't think they're not matched. They're not matched. They're both getting ready for fights. So, when Kenny comes up, they're yeah. ready to go. Does that help with you, obviously, knowing that? It, it, it helps that these all different body types there, different people, different styles. But we're, we're talking to a few different people now to get some last sparring for the last five weeks. Yeah. More similar to. Martin. Oh, so you're going to bring some people in? Yeah. Because that's always been a criticism of Next Gen is that we you guys are quite it, insular, yeah. do you know what I mean? No one no one from the outside's allowed in. It's kind of like we all prepare with each other. We're, we're to change now, really, because on a Thursday morning in our gym, we, just, we have Mengers, one FC gym come down, and then we have uh, who else? Manchester Predators come down. And so it's all it's loads of different people now. It's like 40 people on the mat sparring on a Thursday morning. So it's all different body types, but... I'm going to try and get more people similar to Martin in now. Yeah. Like, what his style? The good way looking, you... yeah. <laughs> Top 10 good looking guys, yeah. Nah, old people's own. Oh, yeah. handsome. To <laughs> <laughs> so wipe your ass. <laughs> I love it. Um, five weeks to go till the fight. Obviously, the, the hard work's yet to be done, but good to see you both in good spirits anyway. You're both looking forward to it. Nice to hear you talking, Steve, because... You know, it's it's hard to know where you are in your journey and stuff like that. But to hear you kind of saying, "I'm here for the competition, not putting too much pressure on yourself, yeah. going to enjoy it." That that's got me excited. That because yeah. you know, if Adam can get fit, this is going to be a fight. I really think this 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 fight potentially he steals fit, the show. He? He's in shape, he does look fit. so you know, I don't think there's any questions there. And like he's he's saying all the right things. He's 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 motivated. So like I say, you'd never seen me get tired in a fight. You know, I'm going to be turning up for it. Um, it's going to be a good fight. Yeah, you've got a good record in Liverpool as well. That tournament was in Liverpool. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I love fighting in Liverpool. The 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 crowd in Liverpool is amazing. It's always amazing up here. There's a lot of passion for MMA up here. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot in Manchester as well. Liverpool and Manchester both got amazing crowds. Uh, I don't think there's any other cities I've, I've fought in that could compare to the two of them. To be fair, and it's going to be bouncing on September the twenty eighth, Adam. Yeah. Mm. Um, do you think home advantage could could sway in your favour? Doesn't matter about the crowd, does it? They're no. not gonna win. They're not gonna make us win. It's just me and him in the cage. The crowd's not there. The crowd's not to help me. 
I don't, I don't listen to the crowd, don't see the crowd, don't. When I'm in there, it's just me and him. Yeah. Can't really notice the crowd. I don't notice it ever. So it doesn't give me an advantage at all. Before we sign off, then quick prediction from you on what we're going to see on September the 28th when you you two guys throw down. Um. I'm going to prove a point. That's all I'm going to do. To who? To everyone. To. Who's that? Everyone. Fans, gym fans, mates. Gym mates, coaches, everything. Prove a point that I've changed. That's what I'm going to prove. Okay. Martin? Why do you need to prove a point to your teammates? I'm not proving something. I'm just proving a point. You just said I'm going to prove a point to my teammates. They're questioning you. Hmm? Seems a funny thing to say. It means something to me. I'm just asking what it means. Right. So. Martin? September twenty yeah. eighth. My prediction. What are, what are, what are fans who are buying tickets today from CageWarriors dot com? What are, what are they what are they going to get out of this fight? Well, from first you? of all, you know for a fact it's going to be an exciting fight. He's going to come to finish. I'm going to come to finish. And if he's in the shape he says he is, I know I'm always in that kind of shape. So it's going to go hard and fast. I believe I'm going to finish this guy in, inside the first two rounds. Um, yeah, that's it. Brilliant. Let's get it on. Thank you both for joining me in the studio. Thank much you. appreciated. You've been listening to Fight Disciples. I'm Nick Pete. Come back next week for much more from the UK MMA and boxing scene. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.